Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dr. Carol Francis Talk Radio Show. Let's make life happen together with authors, scientists, researchers, both inside the box and outside the box of understanding so that you can live a life full of your success, curiosity, enjoyment, happiness, and richness of life in every respect. Let's go beyond our limits and let's help others go beyond their limits as well. Welcome. Oh, today you're going to go beyond your limits in terms of healthcare. Can you imagine being able to use a stellar instrument on a remote way or even directly in order to promote your health? Well, I don't know anything about this, but Tom Palladino is here today with us to walk us into first what the stellar energy actually does for us, what we can anticipate, and then how it works and why it works. And all these things are so, so very important for us. But, gee, this is as much out of the box as I know to be, but perhaps down the road it'll be inside the box and we'll have to go on to other things that are extraordinary. Maybe this extraordinary will become ordinary. But hello, Tom Palladino. How are you today? I'm very well. Thank you for the invitation, Doctor. Well, tell us first what this scalar energy does to help us. And Am I saying that right? S-C-A-L-A-R. Right. That's scalar energy. Thank you. Uh, yes, I, I am working with scalar energy, which is different from that of electricity. And I've been fortunate enough not only to theorize, to understand scalar energy, I have been successful in controlling this energy. I've developed scalar energy instruments. And in a nutshell, scalar energy allows me to control physical matter. So with that, in practice, I can either assemble what's what's essential for the body, what's what's beneficial for the human body, or I can disassemble what's harmful for the human body. I do all of this by way of scalar energy instrumentation. Um, these are instruments that I've developed over the years and that I've perfected to the point that I can indeed improve human health with these instruments, scalar energy instruments. Amazing. Okay, so give me some examples of when you you know what you have done, both hands-on and remotely, really made a difference in a person's life. Give us some stories. I have um, um, the ability, once again, with scalar energy to control physical matter. And I have developed a routine, a, a modality, if you will, in which I can easily, handily disassemble germs, such as bacteria, viruses, fungi. And I've been doing this now um, for the past 25 years to the point that I have indeed perfected this technique, I am able, without question, to change the molecular structure of a germ, of a pathogen. And in so doing, I literally break apart the molecular bonds that hold together germs. Well, in so doing, if I can accomplish that, then I can eradicate, I can remove the causative agent of disease. For instance, uh, a bacterium such as Mycobacterium tuberculosis is the underlying cause of TB, tuberculosis. Well, my contention is scalar energy can break apart that germ, Mycobacterium tuberculosis, and hence you eradicate, you eliminate the cause of tuberculosis. Well, I've done that repeatedly, and I can do that, frankly, rather handily, almost routinely now. So my point is this. A scalar energy instrument allows you to do what you cannot accomplish with electricity. I routinely, painlessly, almost effortlessly am able to control to break apart a germ. And in so doing, I can, I can offer to mankind eventually what I would consider to be either the prevention or the cure for thousands of diseases, thousands of pathogenic diseases. Okay, so some of the lists that I have here is celiac disease, psoriasis, um, wrinkles and dark spots, fat metabolism, the need to sleep, so insomnia, you even mentioned candida, HIV, herpes, Ebola, which is right on everybody's mind. Do you have actually people on your list that you can give stories about? I, I do. I, I've treated people so successfully. For instance, I've been treating people um, rather, um, um, if, if you will, routinely who had herpes infection. And so many of these people have reported to me that after I've treated them with scalar energy that they no longer have the symptoms of herpes. 
And to further that, many people have subsequently um, um, secured a diagnostic test, a viral load test, if you will. Some people call it a DNA test. Those DNA tests invariably come back negative. There's no detectable trace of the herpes virus. So it appears that what I am doing is indeed effective. Again, my claim is scalar energy can break apart, can disassemble the molecular structure of a germ, such as the herpes virus. And if I can accomplish that with scalar energy, then the herpes virus simply no longer exists. You can only accomplish this, you can only effectuate this by way of scalar energy. You cannot do this routinely, easily by way of electricity. So again, to, to, to highlight what I'm trying to get at, scalar energy, I believe, will open the door for mankind to finally be able to eradicate germs, pathogens. And in so doing, we should be able to cure thousands of diseases. Okay, so how does this work? What are the mechanics or the, 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 the treatment processes like? And then we're going to talk about how actually you believe the science or the technology is. But if, if a client comes to you based on hearing this program, what does, can they expect to experience, to participate in, to, uh, to experience themselves? And then what is it that you do on your end of it as, a, as a, 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 an applier of this technique? Sure. Um, I'll start off with an analogy first. Um, many of you are familiar that a, a trained voice, a vocalist, can shatter glass with her voice. Um, so, and I've seen this many times, at least on video. People can actually sing the, the resonating frequency of a glass and cause that glass to shatter. Well, in principle and practice, I do the same thing with a germ, except I use scalar energy. I use scalar energy to identify a germ, and then subsequently scalar energy will be responsible for the informational input to break apart that germ. So in practice, let's say I have the herpes virus. In order for me to address herpes infection, I literally take a magnified photograph of the herpes virus and I place it inside my scalar energy instrument. In so doing, my instrument picks up the light code. It, my instrument will decipher the light associated with the herpes virus. And in so doing, that interpretation, that download of information, if you will, will allow my instrument then to, re to respond and to broadcast what would be the, the disassembling energy or the reverse phase angle of the herpes virus. Again, going back to the analogy of an opera singer shattering glass with her voice, that indeed is, is a, a, the principle of resonance, and that indeed um, is, is possible. It is also possible in the scalar energy dimension to shatter physical objects, physical mass, with scalar energy. And again, I'm doing that in, in practice with scalar energy instruments, um, specifically to eradicate, to disassemble pathogens inside the human body. Okay, so what does this instrument look like, and, and what's your involvement with it? I mean, I'm so curious. The, the instrument, <laughs> sure, it, the instrument is really, it's a labor of love. It's taken me a good 25 to 35 years to understand how to work with this energy. I do have many scalar energy instruments. Um, I'm able to control this, this incredible um, dimension, if you will. A scalar energy force field is different than an electromagnetic force field. I would say if you were to look at my scalar energy instrument, it would fit on a, on a workbench that would, that would stretch out eight feet in length. So it's, it's a rather um, elaborate instrument, if you will, but it, it works under a, a, a very subtle essence, which is scalar energy. Everything I work with is non-physical. Energy, light, is non-physical. So what I am saying is I've developed an instrument that controls scalar energy, which is a different type of energy than that of electricity. And hence, what I can do with my scalar energy instrument is entirely different than what other people have seen, have witnessed with the electromagnetic spectrum. Scalar energy is different. It's, again, not electricity. It has different properties, different characteristics. And in so doing, it opens up an entirely new physics, an entirely new way that we can 
look at the world, an entirely new way that we can address pathogenic infection. Okay, I'm, I've just got, we're, we're, uh, first, everybody, we're going to give you an opportunity to actually watch how this happens, and I'm going to be the guinea pig. So you get to, you get to be the guinea pig through me, but if you want to be your own guinea pig with us, you can contact Tom at the following uh, website, Tom Paladino Scalar Energy or ScalarEnergy.com, T-O-M-P-A-L-A-D-I-N-O-S-C-A. L-A-R-E-N-E-R-G-Y dot com. You'll have to play that one on the tape, no doubt. And you can get all sorts of information about this, including the healing sessions that he offers. Okay, Tom, so let's say that you take me and, and I call you. I say, look at, let's do fat metabolism and let's work with my fourth generation asthma. Those are the two that I mentioned to you earlier. Okay, let's pretend I am your patient. In fact, we're going to use me as one of your patients. What first do you have me do sure um let's let's go over once again the the ground rules scalar energy is different than that of electricity i frequently treat people remotely with scalar energy and how do i do that i'm i'm able i'm afforded to treat people at a distance by virtue of their photograph what am i Mm -hmm. saying all i need is a photograph of a person in order to treat them with scalar energy Now, much like two cell phones can communicate with one another without a physical connection, my scalar energy instrument does not need any physical connection either. All I need is a photograph of a person because a photograph has a light energy. It's it's specifically a scalar energy harmonic is attached to every photograph. A photograph Mm. is what? A source of light. So if I'm going to treat the good doctor... Carol, all I need is your photograph. And I would actually right. place your photograph inside my scalar energy instrument. And in so doing, my instrument would send out energy to you, much like a cell phone would find another cell phone or a satellite would find another, say, radio or TV. So in practice, all I need, again, is a photograph of a person in order to treat that person effectively with scalar energy. Well, this is one of the wonderments that I've discovered with scalar energy, how scalar energy does indeed work under a different dimension than that of electricity. Okay, I'm fascinated. I'm looking at your website of testimonials that say that they're surprised that they're losing weight, but they are. They're detailing. Okay, so with scalar energy, I have a means to connect with people, with my instrument and that person, no matter where that person is located in the world. And then I take scalar energy as a means to communicate. Scalar energy carries information. So we could say that scalar energy is a carrier wave, a carrier wave of information. Well, I can send information by way of scalar energy for a person to metabolize fat. Now, how would I do that? I can actually instruct scalar energy to assemble enzymes and hormones inside the human body. And in so doing, those enzymes and hormones would serve to metabolize fat. For instance, lipase. Lipase has been known to metabolize fat in the human body. I am able to instruct my scalar energy instrument to broadcast that energy into a person. And in so doing, lipase is actually assembled inside the human body by way of scalar energy. Again, scalar energy is an intelligent energy, and I can instruct scalar energy to do something to the body. Well, I've been doing this routinely, and in so doing, if I can instruct the body to assemble lipase then many people would experience a weight reduction on account of the fact that that action of assembling lipase will indeed cause the body to to um, to metabolize fat, and people subsequently will lose weight. Hmm. It's fascinating. It's an information system. Well, if you can imagine, we have satellites, we have TV, we have radio. All of those are, are means of communication, means of information. My point is scalar energy is indeed likewise an information system, and I can tell lipase and enzyme to form, to assemble inside the human body 
by way of scalar energy. Hmm. So does the participant, let's say in this case me, do I sit there and I also tell my body that it's going to be responsive to uh, the energy being sent, or uh, what's my participation? Um, on balance, nothing? people don't have to do anything, nothing. Wow. You, you simply you simply send in a photograph to my website, mm. and I do mm. all the work. I, I treat people for a course of 30 days. I treat every day of the week, so I will treat for 30 consecutive days. And the individual does not have to do anything. That's the beauty of scalar energy. Scalar energy does all the work. You don't have to change mm. your lifestyle at all. Okay, this is going to be very intriguing. So now... Um, I'm looking at your website. I'm seeing all these different types of equipment and tools. Some of them are like a foot and a half. Others look like they're about four feet long. They look like fluorescent lights. Uh, what exactly is the technology behind this that that you're using? What's the science behind this? Because my curious science mind says I want to know sure. those particular so let's, let's consider the fact that scalar energy is not electricity. Well, what is scalar energy? It, it has been observed that scalar energy moves like a corkscrew. In essence, a scalar wave is a double helix, or you can imagine two corkscrews that are side by side that are more or less intertwined. So scalar energy is a different form of energy altogether. It's a double helix. Whereas electricity and magnetism, they really work on a sinusoidal um, format. They're both uh, moving, if you will, perpendicular to one another. Well, scalar energy is quite different. So we're working with a different type of energy. And scalar energy, as I have observed, is really the intelligence of the universe. Scalar energy originates from the stars of the universe. Some people call it source energy. Well, that's fine. Other names that would be synonymous would be chi or prana or zero-point energy or perhaps ether energy. All of those are synonymous. So I, I want the listener to understand that scalar energy is is quite common. As a matter of fact, we're surrounded by scalar energy. However, we just haven't defined it. We don't realize it's there. Well, many of us realize that there is something called zero-point energy or prana or, or orgone energy or life force energy. That indeed is hmm. true and valid. It's Another name for that is scalar energy. So I'm not introducing essentially a new concept. Rather, I'm simply just calling to fact the matter that there are two energies. The electromagnetic spectrum is one energy, as the scalar energy spectrum is entirely different. It's another form of energy. My contention is scalar energy is much more versatile than that of electricity. If I had my preference, the world would be working with scalar energy and not electricity. Oh, very, very fascinating. Um, so, in, in how does this, for those of us that are into the more spiritual perspectives and know about the the flower of life or the sacred geometry or chakra balancing, things of that sort, how does this type of energy interface with that as well? The the flower of life really is is in essence and a, a, a working model of scalar energy. You, you have in the flower of life really either contractive forces or expansive forces. And that's what I've observed with scalar energy. Scalar energy either assembles matter or disassembles matter. Hence the term order out of chaos. Well, you bring order out of chaos. The chaos is to disassemble. To order the universe is to assemble and maintain the universe. So what does the flower of life speak of? It really is, is an example of scalar energy if you will, and that scalar energy is the essence. It brings order out of chaos in the entire universe. So to restate that, the stars of the universe broadcast scalar energy. If we did not have that intelligence, that information from the stars, we not only would not have the circle of life, we would not have any order, any geometry in the universe. It's my belief that this, this star energy, scalar energy, is responsible for all geometry, for all molecular form, for all atomic form. Without scalar energy, you, you would not have any intelligence in the universe, and the universe would be reduced to chaos. So, with all of that said, in a nutshell, take a deep breath. Scalar okay. energy 
is the life force. Scalar energy is the intelligence of the entire universe. Hmm. Do that one again. <laughs> scalar energy. Yeah. Scalar energy is the energy of the universe. It gives intelligence to everything. Scalar energy is responsible for all physical matter, assuming a geometry. Without scalar energy, the universe would more or less crumble, would disassemble, would fall apart. Scalar energy holds our planet together. Scalar energy is responsible for our DNA. Our DNA is maintained and assembled by scalar energy. Scalar energy is responsible for every element on the periodic table. Without that intelligence, matter, such as protons, electrons, neutrons, will not form. They will not assemble. Without scalar energy, you would have literally a universe of chaos. There would be no order. Creation would would not exist. It's my firm belief that God uses scalar energy as the information of the universe, as the intelligence of the universe. I know this this is a profound thought to consider, but you have to have order from somewhere. Where is it that we find this order? What gives all all creation some type of geometry, some type of atomic or molecular form? It's energy. Energy supersedes, precedes matter. Scalar energy precedes physical matter. Scalar energy is responsible for all matter in the universe to assemble and maintain a geometry. Okay, so then in light of that, ground us in the research that scientists have had. I don't know if Tesla is the first one, but you have a number of individuals that are uh, noted on your website. Ground us in some of the scientific research behind this and who would be responsible that came before you, Tom. Sure. Um, one of my favorite and probably the most prominent w- would be Nikola Tesla. I'm sure many of you resonate with that name, Nikola Tesla, the great scientist who gave us AC electricity. A- and I believe Tesla's accomplishments with electricity were, were monumental. But I don't think many people realize that later in Tesla's life, Tesla was working almost exclusively with scalar energy. Um, it, Tesla, for instance, built a tower in Long Island, New York, which was a scalar energy generating tower. And it was Tesla's dream to broadcast scalar energy around the world and to provide, if you will, inexpensive um, energy by way of this dimension. Well, Tesla was stopped in his tracks. The the powers that be did not want that to, to succeed. But nevertheless, Tesla, his great mind, his eclectic mind, saw the future And in many ways, Tesla abandoned his research in electricity. And the latter part of his life, I I firmly believe Tesla made incredible discoveries by way of scalar energy to the point we still don't understand what he was doing. Tesla was not working with electricity the latter part of his life. Tesla was working with scalar energy. So Tesla, in many ways, was, if you will, my launching pad for a career in scalar energy pursuit of happiness and, and my my research was in many ways modeled after that of Tesla. There were other great men such as um, Hieronymus and Moray, um, Thomas Moray, that likewise served as a, in many ways, if, if you will, at least a benchmark for me to compare myself to as far as my progress and to at least give me an education as to what these great minds had done prior to my arrival on the scene. So I would say those three men, Tessa, Hieronymus, and Moray, really served as um, my teachers, if you will. I am beholden to them, although I've never met um, any of those gentlemen. I I would say that their notes and their discoveries really inculcated into me the, the impression that scalar energy did indeed exist, that these men had controlled, harnessed scalar energy, and that they could achieve incredible things with scalar energy that you cannot achieve by way of electricity. Amazing. Okay, so um, how is this going to work? We're going to take a break at 10.30 for a little bit, but we're going to get the listeners ready. Listeners, this is how it's going to work. He's going to lead me into what I need to do, and you can follow suit. Um, Okay, so I'm going to, what do I need to do here in order to start a session with you? 
I'm on your website, which is Scalar Energy Healing, and that's also mm-hmm. selfhealgo.com. Mm-hmm. What do I do? Okay. First, I would ask you to, to take a, a look at the articles that I've written and, and to educate yourself. If, secondly, okay. if you have any questions, please email me. We will, I, I either will respond to the email or somebody else on the staff. I want you to be conversant and comfortable. If you're c- comfortable, then the next step is simply to sign up to purchase a 30-day session and subsequently to send in your photograph. All I need is a photograph to treat anybody. I've been treating people for over 25 years by way of their photograph exclusively. And once again, scalar energy allows me to access you by way of your photograph, just as a cell phone allows me to access you by way of a cell phone call. You don't need a physical wire between a cell phone, two cell phones. I don't need a physical wire or any physical infrastructure in order to treat you. All I need is your photograph. Well, once you upload, once you email me your photograph, I begin to treat you immediately. And I have three general, three standardized modalities that I treat people for for, this, for the duration of 30 days. Number one, I'm able to disassemble germs. Number two, I'm able to assemble nutrients, vitamins and minerals inside the body. And number three, I'm able to balance the seven chakras of the body. Those three standardized treatments are administered every day for a course of 30 days. Invariably, after 30 days, the greater majority of people that I work with feel better. Many of them feel much better. Why? Because scalar energy allows me to control physical matter I have physical control over germs in their body. I can eradicate germs. I have physical control over vitamins and minerals that I can assemble in the human body. And scalar energy also allows me to to harmonize, to program the seven chakras of the body. It's fascinating. Okay, wonderful. It's a tool. How do I decide with you uh, what it is that I I choose and I feel like it's going to maximize my two areas of concern? How do I select that on your site? Um, My my site has a a number of uh, um, different options. The, The option that I just spoke of was the standardized treatments, again, to the ability to break apart disassembled germs, to assemble nutrients, or to balance the chakras. That's a standardized approach. I also have for a way of scalar energy to address hormone deficiency or a fat metabolism program. Now, those programs are not necessarily universal. Not everybody needs to have either male or female hormones assembled inside their body. And a fat metabolism program in which I'm able to assemble, if you will, lipase in the body, and in so doing, that information serves to break down, to metabolize the fat inside the human body. Those two treatments, namely the hormone therapy as well as the fat metabolism therapy, are not necessarily recommended for everybody. Somebody would have to make a case-by-case decision whether those programs were correct and, and meaningful and necessary in their case. Hmm. Okay. Do we speak with someone about that, or, or do we just kind of think that through ourselves? Well, you can think that through yourself. If you have any questions, again, the website has the ability to, to send in an email message, or you can speak with an operator uh, on the website. Um, it, it's a matter, nevertheless, when it comes down to a, um, a hormone therapy uh, or a fat metabolism therapy consideration, that really boils down to each individual and their immediate needs. It's not necessary that everybody would would engage in that. Why? Obviously, not everybody needs hormone um, therapy or a fat metabolism. I can say for myself that I have indeed experienced the male hormone therapy. I do that on a seven-day ritual, if you will. I treat myself for male hormones every day. I'm 54 years of age, and I feel the difference. I believe that the male hormones assembled inside my body give me a greater sense of strength, um, a greater sense of clarity, if you will, 
and it really has helped my um, energy level. It's right for me. Is it right for every man? Not necessarily. Boy, I've certainly, I certainly know a number of men that have faced that there's definitely a big, huge hormonal shift around that time that they creeps on the, creeps up on them without them even knowing by way of weight and depression, so forth and so on. So I'm glad to hear that. Tom, we're going to take a 60-second break, and we're coming right back at you so that everybody can engage in understanding how this ultimate way of dealing with their health can be a good part of their life. We'll be back with you in a moment. I wanted to give Dr. Heather Friedman Rivera a chance. Or is Rivera Friedman? I never know, Heather. Are you there? I'm here. Thank you. You, you have a fantastic new book out. I've read the first line. I can barely wait to have time to just sit down and go into an alternate universe while I read it. Tell us about your new book, Into Exalcia. Oh, am I saying that right? Yep. Yeah, Into Exalcia. Thank you so much for having me, giving me this opportunity to talk about it. Um, I'm very excited about this latest work. It's called Into Exalted. It's a young reader fantasy adventure book for ages 9 to 12. It's rated at a 6th grade reading level. So basically it's about 12-year-old Sarah and her 10-year-old sister Molly. They stay at their grandma's house for spring vacation. And they have an eccentric Uncle Henry that stays there. And he gave them a prism and told them about their prism walker gene. Of course, Sarah just thinks he's crazy and doesn't pay any attention. But as the kids are playing with the prism, they discover by looking through it, there's an alternate universe, another world called Exaltia. And they go into this world, and now through a portal, but the portal closes the minute they enter Exaltia. And they cannot get back into their world until they complete no. the mission. So they, <laughs> they, they met up with a, 12, a 10-year-old boy named Leo and two uh, tree elves named Thorn and Sail, and they have many adventures trying to the dragons and trolls and goblins and all these adventures to save these gnomes that are trapped in the inner realm. So oh, this that's is wonderful and a perfect perfect gift for your young readers. But I have to tell you, I'm pretty young at heart. When I started reading this, I said, oh, this is going to be so much fun. I can barely wait to dive into it. Okay, it uh, Dr. Heather Friedman-Rivera, how do they get a hold of this book? Uh, it's on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com, or you can also reach me at my website, HeatherRivera.com. And we have a Facebook page called Prison Walkers Club, and Martin Casper is the illustrator for the book. He's a very talented illustrator. Did 12 great uh, illustrations of all the scenes. So uh, I just want to say thank you so much. Yeah, well, I'm Dr. Sorry. Heather, I know that you uh, you know how to take your readers into an alternate reality of of, of, of looking into themselves and filling their own internal uh, adventures. So Dr. Heather Friedman-Rivera and her new book, Into Exalcia, Prism Walker Series, book number one. Oh, I can barely wait to get to this one so I can get to the next one. Thanks for joining us, yeah, Dr. Heather. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you as well. Well, see, everybody, you're going to be walking into your alternate realities, and your alternate realities can also include thinking about how you are very much impacted by energies that go in and outside you, energies of pathogens that are living inside of you, that perhaps they can disseminate away so that you don't have to be troubled by them as you live in your wonderful physical body. So to explore more about that, we have Tom Palladino, who is, I'm going to say, the creator of Stellar Energy Healing Work. And Tom, back with you, as you've had this break, what do you want to make sure our listeners understand about your system that you so far have not really described to a way that you feel like these listeners really have to grasp the importance and the value of this? Sure. That, that's an excellent point. Um, let's make this very simple and very palatable. Everybody lives with scalar energy. Everybody is, is working with scalar energy every moment of your lives. Why? Well, when you think, that's a scalar energy process. Your heartbeat is controlled by scalar energy, scalar information. Every time you pray or have a feeling, that's a broadcast of scalar energy. What am I saying? It is light. It is intelligence that we are working with. This this energy, scalar energy, is an intelligent energy. It's an emotional energy. Scalar energy is not just, as I frequently say, a lot of heat and a flash of light. No, it's intelligence. Our human intelligence is, is a, really a function of scalar energy. 
in order to think, you have to have a scalar energy capability. Every human thought is a broadcast of scalar energy. When you memorize, that's a, that's a function of scalar energy. Anytime you have an emotion or anytime you, you have a feeling, that's a broadcast of intelligence. It's a broadcast of scalar energy intelligence. So we really haven't understood this yet, but scalar energy is indeed the, the life force of the universe. Sadly, mankind has not caught up to Nikola Tesla. Tesla saw this. Nikola Tesla understood that. That's, that's simply what I'm trying to impart today. I want to keep this very simple. I, um, we could go into um, discussions on, on physics for years. Let's not do that. Let's just keep it very simple, very palatable. <laughs> All of oh, us no, no, I want skilled. to do that. I think it's really <laughs> – no, no, Tom, I want to go into the science of this, but we'll let you get okay. away with that for this moment. Go ahead. <laughs> Okay, all of us are scalar energy beings. We, we live in a sea of scalar energy. So I don't want this to be foreign. This is not meant to intimidate. I want everybody to feel comfortable to be eventually conversant in scalar energy. Scalar energy is, is the light of the universe. It's the intelligence of the universe. It's that simple. And once we understand that, then we can work towards what? Controlling this energy. First, you have to admit that it exists. Then you have to develop a means to control it. I've done that. I have scalar energy instruments. And in so doing, I can do incredible things with this intelligence, with this scalar energy intelligence. It, well, now let's do get into some of the science of this. And we're going to go farther into what it is that a person does, because I know we started to talk about what I will be doing with you in terms of fat metabolism. What we're also going to talk about my treating of my asthma, which is, I think, a pathogenic and environmental situation. But before we get into that, you're, can we actually talk about the science of this? Is this a certain light wave or that we can actually measure, a certain electronic measurement that we can actually see radiating off the body by way of different photographic processes? Or what, what is the science of actually being able to detect that I can emanate this, that you can, that your instruments can? What, what's the science that we know, that we really empirically know is behind this? I believe probably the, the best means of, of photography has been a, captured by way of Curlian photography. Many times by way of Curlian photography, biological light, life has been photographed, and we've seen just streaks of energy, light, emanating from any type of biological life. That's scalar energy. That's chi or prana. So Curlian photography is probably the, the, the best step thus far to capture this on film. Now, some people have absolutely observed some type of vortex of scalar energy over, say, volcanoes, or um, certain pyramids seem to, to broadcast scalar energy. Scalar energy is, is pyramid energy, or some people call it um, vortex energy. Um, some of us have seen that actually with our naked eye. Um, some people have seen scalar energy in places such as uh, Sedona, Arizona. Why? Well, Sedona is situated um, on a, a vortex, if you will. There's a great deal of scalar energy emanating, broad, being broadcast from the ground in Sedona, Arizona. There are many places in the world that have, if you will, a preponderance of scalar energy. Some people call that a vortex generator. Some people call that um, paradise. Some people say they feel the energy. That's true and accurate. What type of energy is that? It's scalar energy. It's my contention that, that Sedona, Arizona, has a great deal of scalar energy. And that's why many people who visit Sedona, if you're sensitive enough, you can pick up that energy. You know, let, let the mystery be, be solved finally. It's scalar energy that many people pick up. It's scalar energy, this, this life force, this intelligence of the universe that's all around us. Is it a certain like wavelength or a certain radiation it, it's not a frequency. that we measure on the cell? It's not a frequency. It's not a wavelength. Scalar energy only propagates as a double helix, like as these two corkscrews, if you will, that are intertwined. Um, I myself have not developed a means to measure the energy yet. You, you can't do it with an electrical meter. It's not electricity, so no gauge, no meter w would be appropriate. 
I can feel it in my laboratory. I was treating this morning. I felt it. I've also observed that when I'm working with scalar energy, I'm, I'm able to illuminate light bulbs in my laboratory. I can hold a light bulb in my hand, and that light bulb will illuminate. Why? Because the air, the, the atmosphere, I should say, in my laboratory has been scalarized. I have a scalar energy dimension inside my laboratory. And one of the characteristics is that light bulbs will automatically illuminate. Now, what's the difference between that and static electricity that might also be able to be generated and that you know generate that same sort of result? Sure, sure. There, there are two different energy paradigms, two different force fields. Um, I have found that I, I'm able to illuminate light bulbs in my laboratory um, even at a distance from that of my scalar energy instrument. Meaning what? Meaning my entire laboratory is surrounded, if you will. It's, it's an environment, a, a local environment of scalar energy. Whereas, yes, some people have been able to hold up a light bulb to a transformer. And if you're close by that transformer, yes, you'll, you'll have some type of illumination of a light bulb. That's possible with electricity. But within my laboratory, I'm able to do that at, at a much greater, if you will, diameter from, from that, a radius, I should say, um, from my instrument. So, again, okay, so I'm working with a different energy. It's not electricity, and it has different properties than that of electricity. Yeah, I'm trying to get my, my cognitive scientific brain about, about those, those properties, as well as I'm wondering, gee, wouldn't these be good instruments to have in my household so that everybody in my household can, can fill up lifted and healed chronically by, by your instrument? Uh, so on those two issues, what are, the, like, what are the properties, the actual measurable properties of scalar energy and are these instruments we can put in our own office or house? Uh, eventually, I'd like to see scale energy instruments everywhere in the world, but it, it hasn't been broadly accepted yet. Um, I simply don't have the the means, the the funding, or the staff to to carry this to the next step. Eventually, that will happen. Now, Great. what have I observed? What's different about scale energy? Well, it doesn't experience entropy. To use that term, entropy, it's, it's a term that implies a, a weakening of the signal. In other words, any type of electromagnetic energy will weaken over time or distance. So that electricity and magnetism are not a perpetual energy. Over the course of time and over, over the distance traveled, they weaken, usually at an inverse r relationship. My point with, with scalar energy, it does not experience any type of weakening. There is no entropy with scalar energy. In other words, scalar energy always exists. It's an eternal energy. I'm going to repeat that. It's a perpetual energy. It never weakens over time or distance. So what's the merit of scalar energy? It's an energy that allows us to have an infinite supply of power, of energy generation. Whereas electricity, is, we have to consider scarcity. We have to consider this degradation that's always a part of any type of electromagnetic instrumentation. To the contrary, scalar energy is perpetual energy. It never fades. It never experiences entropy. So in a nutshell, I'm saying that scalar energy one day will solve the energy crisis. Scalar energy is an infinite supply of energy from the stars. So is this like a, akin to the quartz or the neutrinos, the, 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 the subatomical, submolecular uh, particles that we know that CERN is colliding over in Switzerland? I mean, what, what's, is it related to that? Is it related to solar energy? Is it something that's in each of, yeah. each of our cells? <laughs> that's great. Scale energy is responsible for for those um, th that atomic collision that has been um, either photographed or observed. Scalar energy actually assembles the neutrinos. Scalar energy actually assembles neutrons and protons or any type of quark. What am I saying? The the non-physical character of the universe is scalar energy. Scalar energy is non-physical. It's light. It's not a physical matter. It is scalar energy that gives rise 
to physical matter. In other words, scalar energy is the intelligence. It's not physical, but scalar energy as an intelligence tells all physical matter to assemble, to form, to assume a geometry. So with, with many scientific experiments today, and I give everybody credit, I would hope that they would look to the, to the essence of it all, which is scalar energy. Scalar energy is the first cause of the universe. I'm going to repeat that. Scalar energy is the intelligence of the universe. It sets everything in motion. This is the underlying cause of all physical phenomenon. So if the, if the bridge is the God's, God's particle, this is the, the God energy behind the particles? Yes, <laughs> yes it is. That's a great point. I, the, the expression that I like is, scalar energy is the paintbrush of God. You have the creator, and God does what? He works with creation. God created the universe, and he works hand-in-hand hand with it. What is scalar energy? Scalar energy is the tool of God. Scalar energy is the paintbrush of God. Scalar energy sets everything into motion. If, if an artist has a canvas, and the artist will paint on that canvas, and that's his creation, well, what's the tool that the painter uses? It's a paintbrush. What am I saying? Scalar energy is the paintbrush of God. God paints the universe with scalar energy. Okay. Well, I can tell that you are an inspired man. There is no question about it. I can also tell that you are convinced based on your own experience and seeing these things take place. And I am looking forward to being convinced, both because I see it on my body and feel it on my body. That will be my own personal narrative contribution but I'm also real eager to see what statistical analysis of people who have decided to use this, um, just like you could put a, a medication to the statistical analysis of, of effects and how, how it differentiates from the placebo effect, for example, which we know to be sure. also very powerful, but not related to the science of the medications or the chemistry. So where are we so far in collecting that type of data? I, I welcome that. But what I need, doctor, I need a, a third party to perform such experimentation for various reasons. A scalar energy instrument will pick up the emotions of the operator. If I'm working with people with a scalar energy instrument, my emotions can be imparted into a scalar energy device. So that would, that would if you will, be another variable that would not be able to be able to be controlled to be, to be taken into consideration. What am I advocating? I'm advocating that a third party approaches me. I'd be happy to allow them to perform the experimentation. I'd be happy to step aside and just to be an observer. And in so doing, I also would like to see somebody else come to these conclusions, not just Tom Palladino. I would need right. an independent body to, to undertake these, these experiments and to draw their own conclusions. For me to keep saying this, and to draw conclusion after conclusion, and to reiterate this, it's not the point. The point is I need somebody else to substantiate my work. Well, they would have yeah. to do that on their own. And I, will, I welcome that, obviously. Oh, absolutely. And I would think that that is something that needs to be organized as soon as possible. If this is real, it would be wonderful to have that verified over and over and over again. Okay, well, in these last 10 minutes of this interesting, fast-paced conversation that we're having about this, I'm going to introduce the second thing that I'm going to seek assistance with to kind of prove. I'm going to establish my own baseline description today of both fat metabolism and where I'm at on the BMI. Is that okay? So that's the body mass index, and that will right. be able to tell me exactly what I have in terms of my fat relative to the rest of my my bone, right. my water structure, my muscle structures, and we'll be able to differentiate right. that. Well, I have my baseline. And then at our next okay. interview, we're going to have the next baseline and information, and you're going to tell us what it is you did with me, and we're going to be okay. in touch so that we can keep the, the research of this one person, me, in, in tow. And secondly, what we're going to do is the baseline of something that is more chronic, and so I know that people out there have chronic conditions. And my chronic condition is I have a fourth-generation asthma, uh, which seems to have per perplexed 
are, uh, are, are many generations on my maternal side to the point where it caused death for four generations ago and uh, straight on down. So here we are. This is a long-term genetic. It's probably in the DNA. It may be in the environment. What are, you, what are your thoughts about those types of not pathogens but conditions? Okay, let's isolate on your condition, asthma. I've worked with many people with asthmatic conditions. Now, in part, not whole, in part, many people have a pathogenic infection. And that, at least in part, has impaired their breathing, has, has brought about this asthmatic condition. Currently, I'm able to treat out to disassemble over 45,000 potential species of germs, pathogens, by way of scalar energy. Now, 45, if I can treat out over 45,000 potential species of pathogens, if I can wow. do that, let's say an asthmatic person approaches me and they say, Tom, treat me. I have this condition of asthma. I've had it for years. Perhaps only seven or eight pathogens are responsible, at least in part, for their asthma. What am I saying? Well, I most likely can treat out, disassemble, and eradicate those seven, eight, nine pathogens that prove to be a contributing factor to their asthma. So what am I saying? That at least in part, I can improve their condition. I might not be able to cure asthma. I don't think I can. But at least I can remove pathogens that are contributing to an asthmatic condition. Secondly, I'm able to assemble over 230 nutrients inside the human body. My scalar energy instruments allows me to assemble over 230 micronutrients such as antioxidants, vitamins, amino acids, minerals, phytochemicals, fatty acids, etc. In so doing, people finally have the nutrition that they need for their body to respond favorably. Obviously, we need these micronutrients for repair, for metabolism, for reproduction, for locomotion, for our thoughts, for, for any type of cellular process. That's expedient, that we have proper nutrition. Last, I am able to balance the seven chakras. I have found that my high-powered scalar energy instruments balance the seven chakras. The chakras are themselves composed of scalar energy. Now, with those three processes, the ability to treat out germs, the ability to assemble micronutrients, and the ability to balance the seven chakras, most people, the greater majority of people, feel that their health improves after a 30-day period. Is that the case with many people with asthma? Yes. Can I say that this is a rubber stamp cure for asthma? Absolutely not. It's a step in the right direction, and that's what I'm saying Scalar energy is a step in the right direction for many conditions, for many diseases. It will at least palliate some of the symptoms. Oh, that is so interesting. You know, two things that come to my mind is that we haven't, since I'm a psychologist, we haven't really talked about depression and anxiety and stress-related sorts of concerns. Uh, so take a moment to do that. And, and another burning question as well, but I'm going to hold that for a moment. What do you think about depression, anxiety, stress responses? Um, many people who have approached me and have taken on a, a month or two months of scalar energy sessions have told me that in some way scalar energy has balanced somehow their seven chakras, and in so doing, they're not so anxious that they have a greater sense of peace and tranquility. Some people have told me that their depression has in some way been mitigated or reversed. Um, people have told me that scalar energy has served to reverse, in some way, phobias or has even served to curb um, addictions to alcohol or to, to narcotics. Now, I, I cannot speak exactly why scalar energy will somehow assuage the desire for narcotics or, or alcohol. I can theorize and I can pinpoint that scalar energy will correct, will provide the proper intelligence to our seven chakras. In so doing, we will not have the imbalances. We will not experience this, this disharmony, this disequilibrium. 
what am I saying? In essence, scalar energy will balance the seven chakras. In many ways, it will correct our psyche, our conscious, if you will. And in so doing, some people have been able to overcome phobias or deal with, if you will, past traumatic uh, experiences, traumatic uh, events that now they're able to at least assimilate and understand and accept. Okay, and then now, aren't those pathogens living creatures too? All those yes. parasites, and here we're going to disassemble them as if they're inferior and not worthy of living? <laughs> of, of course. And, and that's precisely... No, that's precisely what we're doing. We're we're making a decision that these microbes, these pathogens, are impinging upon our health, our our physical and our mental health, and we are indeed disassembling them. They they will no longer exist after a scalar energy pathogenic cleanse. Wow, fascinating. I'm also thinking that there'll be other healers that will want to join you. Again, we're talking to uh, Tom Palladino, and you can read more about all of this itself, hillgo.com. Uh, is there another way that they can contact you before I ask another question, Tom? How else can they contact no, you? That's the best. My website is selfhealgo.com. Please visit it. At least read a, a few articles. I've written over 300 articles regarding scalar energy. They're found on the website. It's yeah. intriguing people. This very much is indeed a science. I, I've taken it past the theoretical. I am practicing scalar energy, and I have scalar energy instruments that someday will open up to the world a new physics, a new way of looking at the universe. Oh. Wow, it's very exciting. Okay, so if we can integrate energy work, uh, understanding physics, understanding our physical well-body and healing and health, and also understanding our spirituality. I mean, I think this plays a big role in those that want to be healers, if they knew that they're accessing this or could even use your instruments to access even the greater ability to heal through Reiki or healing touch or their work with the ethereal body or chakra vet balance, how, how would they interface with you too in terms of building their capacity to help heal others? Uh, um, I believe anybody can pray. Anybody can, can balance their chakras by prayer, by meditation. I believe just by thinking kind thoughts and doing kind deeds, that helps the world. Um, we understand that prayer can change the world. A kind thought can change the world. It can. I would encourage everybody to, to live this positive, holy, upbeat lifestyle. And let's improve the world. Let's improve ourselves and let's improve the world. And the functioning agent behind those thoughts, those prayers, etc., is scalar energy. I'm convinced that every prayer, every kind thought, every emotion is a broadcast, is an emanation of scalar energy. So we are broadcasting this light. We, don't, we might not realize that, but we are broadcasting this light every moment of our lives. Hmm. Wow, this is so fascinating. It's like becoming in touch with a, 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 an awareness of something. You're using it to heal as if it's an instrument outside of ourselves, that you're suggesting that we will become our own self-healers by consciousness that goes in this direction. Yes, we already are. We, we, every every ah. day we're repairing ourselves. Every every day we're, we're in some way rejuvenating our bodies, some people more so than others. Well, that's a sign that we have control, mastery over scalar energy. I'm convinced everybody is going to be someday a scalar energy genius. It's It's just a matter of time before we understand our potential. I know that a lot of the researchers now in quantum physics talk about the power of the mind, mindfulness, or we have Bruce Lipton and has popularized the whole idea of the biology of belief, that also we have the very powerful placebo effect that we seem to be able to create by way of positive thinking, absolute physical changes in our body. But you're suggesting now that this goes way beyond just positive thinking and actually Yes. We're mobilizing yes. the very fundamental energies that are there to assist life. Yeah, that's well put. Thank you, Doctor. We are mobilizing oh. that fundamental force in, in nature. It's light. It's energy. Light and energy are synonymous. What type of energy? Scalar energy, not electrical energy. Scalar energy is the fundament of all life. Scalar energy is the life force, the source of all intelligence in the universe, period. Wow, Old Testament, first line, 
in the beginning was yeah. light. I guess it should have read in the beginning there was stellar energy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Tom, and this you're, has been that's great. Apropos. I'm looking Thank forward you. to yeah, I'm looking forward to talking to you in the next thirty days. I'm gonna give you my photo. We now know the two things everybody's gonna be measuring. I'll be reporting on that periodically. And okay. uh Tom, thirty days from now, after in our world, after the holiday season, but in everybody else's world, who knows? But your thirty day may make a big difference. So go search out selfhealgo.com with Tom Palladino and Scalar Energy. Okay, Tom, parting words for our listeners. What are they? Uh, I thank everybody for listening in. This has been a, a great opportunity. Doctor, thank you for the opportunity. And to be positive people and to realize all of you are scalar energy conversant. All of you are scalar energy geniuses. Everybody is embodied with this energy, scalar energy. Just realize that and understand our potential. Our potential someday is, is just in the making we're just ready to understand how incredible scalar energy is and to control it once we can control it we will become masters of this world uh, i'm convinced of that our next evolved post in life thank you tom you're part of the thank process you. of human beings becoming oh, truly contributing to the well-being of the all thank you everybody for listening don't lose your vision keep expanding yourself and think well of what you have to offer and contact Tom and that will be your next step in your own evolution Tom thank you thank you listeners this is Dr. Carol Francis think out of the box and inside the box and help other people be able to be the most as well 